0: Okay, we're on the Mishnah on Daf Lamed Amad Aleph 30a. HaShopik Mayim B'Rishu Sarabim. Somebody spills water onto B'Rishu Sarabim. V'Huzuk And someone else hurts themselves because of that water or gets damaged because of that water. Chai Ben The one who owns the water is liable for the damage. If somebody puts away some sharp things or glass, by Es Gidro. And uh, somebody that uh, puts a fence uh, out of those thorns, shenafo, or a fence falls into a shusarabim. And basically, a person has these sharp, pointy things or this fence that fell next to the shusarabim and somebody uh, behen acherim, gets hurt because of it, isko, a person is liable. So the basic concept is if a person causes damage to people that are on public areas uh, through their property, they are liable for that. It's only if the water damaged the items that were carried in Rishu Sarabim. Somebody got his clothes dirty or something like that. But if the person just slipped on the water and then banged himself on the ground, who because that would be indirect. Uh, that's what we call grama, indirect damage. He slips on the water and bangs himself on the ground. He's damaged because he banged himself on the ground. But if he got that water or that whatever spilled, that this guy spilled in Rishusarab and damaged his clothing, so then he has to pay. Here's a question. What do you mean that he's not responsible uh, for the dirt? When you pour water, you make mud, and the mud causes the damage. So Lamora says, How do we know that the water made mud? that the water uh, got stuck and made mud, maybe the water just dried up. Uh, He slipped on the water, but it didn't actually make mud. And so we're saying that he's liable if the water damaged the clothing, but he's not liable for uh, being damaged in the mud. The Tartalam, really the previous Mishnah already said this halacha, that if a person causes damage in Rishu because of because he left property there, uh, he's responsible. So why do we need two Mishnahis telling us the same halacha? So the Gemara answers, it's for two seasons of the year. Uh, because we learned, normally you're not supposed to spill or leave things in rishus especially when they could cause harm. But you're actually allowed during the rainy season to pour water into rishus So I might have thought, since you're allowed to pour water, you wouldn't be liable for damage. That's coming to tell you that even if you're allowed to do it, you have to take responsibility if somebody gets hurt. Netanyahu. All of those things that we say in the dry season. People aren't wearing boots. They don't expect it. You're not allowed to flood the public roads or empty your sewers onto the public roads. You have no permission. But in the rainy season, you are officially allowed. But even though you're allowed, Imeziku are officially allowed. So that's why we had two Mishnais to tell you that not only in the dry season, if someone gets hurt or damaged because you left water or liquids got spilled in Rosh but even in the rainy season, even if you had permission to do it, you have to accept liability. So we said a Matzni Kots if you put sharp things in the wall that people get damaged on. That's only if they're sticking out of the wall onto the road. But if they're totally on your property, low, then you're not in, in trouble. My time, patu, why are you exempt? I mean, they still, uh, your property's next to Rishusarayim. People don't usually rub themselves against the walls. So even if you have a, uh, a fence that has um, uh, uh, thorns sticking out of it, since the fence is on your property, you you don't say that that's that's your fault. If somebody, It's not normal for people to lean against the walls. Let's say, you have to keep in mind, I believe they didn't really have garbage dumps, garbage cans in those days. So you're traveling on a public road and you have something glass and it breaks. So where are you going to put it? You can't throw it on private property. So what you think to do is, you think you're going to push it into the wall of your friend. Like there's cracks in the wall, you could put the glass things and the sharp things, and that way people won't be get hurt. So you put them in the wall, but meanwhile, Bob Balabais uh, Balakosa, the owner of that wall, knocks that wall down, and now these sharp things are on the ground. Those shoots around here, and somebody gets hurt, and those sharp things that you had temporarily left in the wall. So Chayav Matnia, the owner of those sharp things who put them in into the wall, is liable. Am of that's only if it was normal for that wall to fall a shaky wall. Balakosa bori. But if it was really a strong wall that he had no idea would ever fall down, hamatzniyapater. Then the guy who put the sharp things there is, is exempt. Echay balakosa, and the owner of the wall is liable because this was a wall that wasn't expected to fall, and he knocked it down. in rishusarabim. You should uh, you should be aware that walls that break uh, have sharp stones and things, and don't leave it there. Amaravina, as you see from here, amakasa bori, the similar case. Somebody has a hole, and uh, the hole is dangerous, and you're liable if you have a hole in Rishusirabim. Somebody covers that hole, Bedalyushel Chaveru, with uh, you made the hole, and then you want to cover it so nobody gets hurt, and you take the cover of somebody's well, and you use that cover to cover your hole. Ubo Baldli, and the owner of that well comes, and he takes that uh, takes takes that back. So now your hole is open, Chayabal you're responsible. So my would have thought over there, when the guy went to take it back, um, see, in the case where the guy knocked the wall down, we had no way of notifying the guy that owned those sharp things. Hey, your sharp things that you temporarily put on top of the wall in the wall fell down. You better be responsible. So there was nobody, when the guy knocked the wall down, he didn't know how to tell he didn't, there was no address to let the person who put the sharp things away know. But over here, when the guy went to take his cover back, the cover, when he t- went to, to, to get the, the cover of the pit that the guy had borrowed and he takes it back, he knew the owner of the pit. So Javi Lili, he should have told him, by the way, now I'm taking my cover back um, and now you have an open pit, you better be responsible. Kamash that even if he wasn't warned that the guy took it back since it was his hole and it didn't have a permanent covering, he's liable. So too, if a guy has a shaky wall, and uh, there's um, uh, sharp things in there. The owner of the sharp things is liable because he didn't really put them away. He only temporarily solved the problem. he'd Anakasih him. So this is a concept that if you have something that somebody could be hurt on, don't find a temporary solution. Ideally, would be to make a permanent solution. That uh, The number one rule in life is to try not to do harm, not to harm people. I mean, after you try not to do harm, then you could love them, but try not to be a mazik to cause damage. So the early pious people, if they had sharp things that they knew would be harmful to people, they would bury them in their fields, and they would bury them more than three deep in order that they don't come up when they plow. Rav no, he used to burn his dangerous things. Rav Sheish, he threw them in the Euphrates. Uh, oh, consistent with this rule, Umro Yehuda, high mind the boiler ma'vichasida. If you want to be a good person, uh, the Marshal phrases it like to do things in a better way. You want to get, uh want to, you know, uh, navigate life and be considered good. So you should try to do mealy uh, denizikin. You should try to keep away from damages. You should try to make sure that you cause no harm. That if you have something that people get hurt on, you, you made sure that people didn't get hurt in this world because of you. Rava says Mili de avos. Some people learn this is pirkei avos. Uh, this is a second advice. Uh, some people say it's pirkei avos. Some people it says it means the the, uh, the avos and the chumash. And some people say Mili de Brachus. Uh, these three things. Some people say that one is for your uh, one is for mitzvah related to other people don't cause harm. One is for yourself to be pious mele de avos and one is between you and Hashem mili de Brachus the brachas also can be when you make the brachas pay attention or it can mean um, uh, that you uh, realize there's the blessings of life. Uh, everything is a blessing. Just would point out, it says milidah nizikin. Some people say that it even means words of nizikin, meaning that you should be careful not only to not cause harm to people in a physical way, but try not to say words that make people feel bad. Let's see the Mishnah. Somebody takes out their straw and their stubble to reshusa rabim and the, their purposes. They want it to be stepped on, so it breaks down and is usable for fertilizer. And somebody gets hurt, Chai Benisko. You're responsible. You put that in reshusa rabim, and so you're liable. The coal, on the other hand, we're going to see that if somebody wants to pick up something that was left in Rishu they're allowed to. We'll find out exactly what this refers to. Rishim Gamliel says, Rabin, anybody that causes damage in Rishu is liable. The but anybody who wants to take that item that they found in Rishu they're permitted. Somebody picks up a piece of dung that they found in Rishu and they put it down and someone gets hurt where they put it down. So once you pick it up, you own it. And so therefore you'll be liable to pay for the damage. Let's see the Gamora Langmas isn't co or doesn't go like reviewed. Tanya rebuchas volum. In the season when people take fertilizer outside. You are perfectly allowed to take your straw and your leaves and your other stuff and put it in uh, and throw it on Reshusarabbim in front of the yard the the road in front of your house. And when all the wagons and the animals uh, step on it, it'll break down. And then, every 30 days, you can bring it in, and then you'll have your fertilizer all set. Now, how are you allowed to use the public roads to have the people break down your fertilizers? This was one of the conditions they made when Jewish people came into the land, that this was a reasonable thing. So if you're allowed to do it, why should you be liable? So the Gemara says, even if we agree that you are allowed to do it. If somebody gets hurt because of your property, even if you... It's, we're not complaining that you did it, but you have to accept liability. I, but didn't we learn that if you're allowed to do something, you're exempt? Where is that? Uh, Rabbi Yehuda said that if you leave your Hanukkah lights out, this was a custom in Eritrea it still is, to light Hanukkah menorahs outside and people that travel outside with um, camels that have... Uh, packages on them, sometimes could catch fire from the Hanukkah lights. So what happens if somebody gets burned because they run into your Hanukkah menorah in front of your house that's next to the road? And uh, you're a pater because you have permission. So we see if you have permission to put out a menorah that you don't have liability, Mishu Mishus Basin. So Umar said no. That doesn't just mean you have permission, Mishu Mitzvah. Since it's a mitzvah to do, they took away liability. Uh, so it's since it, it, the Hanukkah menorah is a mitzvah, it's so it's not enough that you're allowed to do something to take away liability. You might be allowed to put your fertilizer there, but you, you're liable if someone gets hurt. But reshus Mitzvah, if you have permission to do it for a mitzvah to put your menorah out, then they took away liability. Tadri Yudhama, B'ner Hanukkah, Potter, Neshu Mitzvah. Tashma. Koei Lishamu Mutana Kalkal All of these cases where people were allowed to make fertilizer in the public forum somebody gets You could learn that our, even though Rabbi Yehuda says you're exempt if you're allowed, our Mishnah could go like uh Rabbi Yehuda when it wasn't the time when you were allowed. That's only a certain season. Ravashi says, or there could be another explanation that could fit like a Rabbi Yehuda. Our Mishnah, which said that you have liability, was talking about not all fertilizers, very specific fertilizers. Our Mishnah, which said straw or whole straw, I was calling that stubble, but uh, those are very slippery. So it could be those you have liability. They, 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 uh, but other things you don't have liability. There was, there's different fertilizers. And we said people are allowed to take it. So what are they allowed to take? So, the Rav says they can take anything. If you put a bundle of straw in the public area, that's like giving it away. Ziri says no that once it's broken down and people have stepped on it, then they could take it. Avaloba Goofen, but if you just put a bundle out, that still belongs to you. What's the argument? Rav sover, kanzu gufen, mishum They penalized, basically, if you throw it out there, you give up your rights. Ziri he says, no, you don't give up your rights on the original item, but if it gets trampled on and and uh, turned into something else, into fertilizer, so lo Kansu gufen, mishum what it's improved, you don't get to keep. I mean, someone who finds it gets to keep the improvement, but not the original. Tanan, wait a second. Didn't we learn if you turn over the dung and somebody gets hurt to Chai And over there it doesn't say you could keep it. I thought you can keep anything that people leave. This guy left his dung there. So Tani Morris says, even though it didn't say it, it's understood. Tani Lareshe listed it in the first case, and the same thing in the second case. Ayba Shum Gensel. Didn't we say somebody's not allowed to steal? The answer is the It's referring to the whole Mishnah. If somebody acquired something and it used to be yours, somebody you put a bundle of straw out and it got stepped on for 30 days and turned into fertilizer and somebody took it, you're not allowed to steal from him. Uh I Halok Tani didn't say that. It's none. Didn't we learn to If you put your straw out into Mushus Sarabim to turn into fertilizer and somebody gets hurt beniska, but anybody who wants can take it gesel, and it sounds like it's okay to steal, but and in that case, with the dung, you're not allowed to steal so my name is a. Why are you asking on the case of the dung dung doesn't improve there's no reason for somebody to put it in the public area, so uh, dung. Um, things that improve and people are tempted to leave in the public because they'll benefit from it. So, something that will improve, meaning right now it's whole pieces of straw and they'll turn it into fertilizer. There, it's a specific penalty that since people are tempted to do that all the time, to take advantage of the community that's traveling through, and it's going to block people, and it makes it harder to drive through, but they'll benefit from it, so they had to make a penalty that somebody wants they could take it. Uh, now, the dung that gets left there, assuming there's a value to it, low concert, there's no penalty. Next question. If we say there's a penalty, is the penalty immediate, immediately? olo, is it as soon as you put it out, they can take it? or only once it gets all broken up, they can take it. So Toshma, we asked a question about the dung, that the dung was forbidden, so the dung uh, never changes, and yet we wanted to allow you to take it. So Lumar said that that was before we had this answer. Once we have this answer, that it's only once it changed, we wouldn't have asked from the dung, because the dung, there is no penalty. Lumar says, we're really asking a question, if somebody did something they shouldn't, They left fertilizer in the public area. They left their leaves in their their straw in order to get people to to trample on it and turn it into something useful for them. But it's not right that they blocked the public area. So this question, whether there's a penalty and is it just what they benefited or the item itself, maybe it's an earlier argument. Somebody uh, borrowed money, loaned money with interest we give the person who loaned with interest a penalty, Veinu Gova, and they, the courts will not allow him to collect that IOU. Now, not only will they not allow him to collect the interest, but he can't collect Esa Karen, the IOU itself, or the interest, I mean, They say, no, he can get back the money he loaned, but he just can't back, get, get back the interest. So here also, this guy wasn't supposed to put his stuff in Rishusha we're saying that there's a penalty. Is it the thing that he put in the reshus ravidin, or only when he benefited, it he somebody could take? Lamer abdomik ramer. comes out hole like ramer and Ziri like the Rabbanan. So Umar says no. These two cases are different. Omulak <speaking in> rab. <Hebrew> I could even agree with the rabbanon. Adkarlo <speaking> kamar hasam ella bekerin <Hebrew> Uh Over there, the uh, Rabunan who said you can collect the loan because you're allowed to loan somebody money. Uh, so you're allowed to do the act of loaning the money. It's the fact that you want to charge interest that's forbidden. karen gufa kamazik over here, even before it turned into fertilizer, you caused trouble by putting it in your So maybe he lets you take it even before it benefited you. Viziri said, I could even say like the remer, over there, you're not allowed to collect the loan because the interest was immediately. Over here, we have no idea if someone will be harmed. I mean, sometimes people put stuff on the road and people drive around it or they're not harmed. Tomorrow so says, okay. Maybe there's another place where it lists these opinions. Somebody takes their straw and leaves it outside in the public area and somebody gets damaged. And if anybody wants, they're allowed to take it. And you can't prevent them. It's stealing if you take it from those people that took it. Shingmalil says Robin anybody that does damage with gets to pay Konam za and anybody who wants can take it it sounds like he, anybody the guy could take it back that it's not forbidden uh to steal, is it or is it not Hagufa kasha first we said anybody could take it, and then we said you can't it's forbidden to steal so the words here are confusing if you say you can take it, it means you can't steal it if you can so can you take it or can't you take it? oh love. Gemara says it's a little confusing and that's why we have to say haki komar. This is what it means to say. Kol Kodem Anybody who wants to can take the, um, the increase in benefit that you got from leaving your fertilizer out. So in other words, they can't take your original fertilizer, but if it's all chopped up and broken apart, the benefit that they could take. but they're not allowed to take the original the second you put it out, the goof, the the this straw, Reb Gamliel came to say, "Afilu nami. He said, "No, Eve. The second you put it out there, you did something wrong. Anybody who wants could take it." Laziri varetin or like ziri, it's for sure two different opinions. But according to Rav, as is, uh, is it a debate. Rav Everybody agrees, really. We don't want you to to put your stuff in the public area. You have no business using that area, trying to take advantage of the people traveling through, blocking the roads. You shouldn't do that. And therefore, really, we allow those people to take it if they want. But the question is if we announce it or not. It's a very interesting concept. Sometimes something is the correct halacha, but we don't advise people of that. Dit mar marav halacha. That is the halacha that, in theory, if somebody took what you left out there... uh, they could keep it. The ain moment came. But we don't announce to people that we're not trying to make trouble here. We want to get people not to throw their stuff on the roads. Ravada Barava says halacha. No, that is the halacha. Didn't Revuna once announce that anybody can take the barley that was put out? Ravada Barava after Slikusta. He said anybody who wants can take the slichusta that was left out. Slichusta is like the the leftover dates. So so he holds um, that you, you could tell people they're allowed to keep it. So that's why he announced it. But according to Rav Huna, who you're not supposed to announce it, Lema Haribay did he change his mind? So the answer is, he didn't change his mind, but those people were warned several times not to do it. And so then he made a public announcement, anyone can take it. That discourages people from doing something if you say that anybody's welcome to come take it.